0: Good afternoon, everybody. One of the shilas that I've been getting a lot lately is about saying Slichos without a minion. People who are either traveling or who are women who are unable to uh, to attend a minion every day. So is there uh, an ability to say Slichos without a minion? And what sort of adjustments should be made to Slichos if one is going to be reciting Slichos without a minion? So generally, it's uh, good to daven, even be yechidus, even if you're not going to be able to daven with the tzibur, Hashem listens to our tfilos. Particularly, particularly during the Aser Simei Tshuva, the Gemara tells us Tfila be b'yechidus, has more power than it does throughout the rest of the year. The Gemara discusses the stira between the pasuk of Hashem which implies that there are only certain times of the year where Hashem is, so to speak, available to us. Versus Bechol I love that whenever we call out to Him, Hashem is available. So the Gemara says that the difference is that uh, that and That if a person is davening then it's only and That a uh, yachid has access like Rosh during Aseret Simei Tshuva, whereas uh, throughout the year, Tzibur has access to HaKadosh Baruch whatever that means, whatever level of access we're talking about. Now, the origin of saying slichos during the uh, days prior to Rosh Hashanah and during Aseret Simei does not really seem to come from the Gemara. Uh, we don't find that the Gemara mentions the idea of some sort of organized slichos in the Yom Naraim, although it does relate to the concept of slichos on fast days. The earliest uh, record of such a Minag is from the Gaonim. So in the Tshuvas of Gaonim, they they say that in the yeshivas of Surah uh, and they would say slichos during the to make Tshuva. It's interesting, I think chabad is that they say slichos only before Rosh Hashanah, and then after Rosh Hashanah they stop saying slichos, I think. I think uh, they, uh, they say from the Tzmech Tzedek like that, that uh, Ad kan, uh, mikan I think that's the way they, that uh, you talk the, talk the talk beforehand, once Rosh Hashanah comes, then you got to walk the walk. But uh, but it sounds from the Tzmech and that it was a minute to do during, uh, during Yom Naraim, and Haigon says that some people already start Rosh Chodesh Elul. We know that our maybe, because we start uh, at least four days before Rosh Hashanah, but always on the Menucha, always on Mitzayi Shabbos, and Mishmur quotes two reasons either because you have to uh, be mevaker for, for a mum, you have to look for any any spiritual mum that we may have and a Karba needs four days of uh, investigating, of checking for a mum or because uh, there are four days of a service that we're unable to fast so we move, uh, we, we make up for that by having the slichos four days in advance of uh, however, there are certain parts of Slichos that one has to be careful about without a minion, and I'm thinking of two things in particular, there's the Yud-Gimlomid and then there are the parts that are in Aramaic so first the Yud-Gimlomid is so uh, the Gemara tells us uh, that uh, that Kodesh Baruch who taught Moshe Rabbeinu the Yud-Gimlomid and he was in this atif he wrapped himself up like a Shliach Tzibur when he taught Moshe Rabbeinu uh, this special uh, uh, formula that our tfilos will not be chazarekam, where we're not going to be turned away empty-handed. So uh, in the Siddur of Rav Gon, which is the earliest known Siddur, he quotes Rav Nassam Gon, who says that you only say the Yiddel with a tzibor, because the in this kishliach The whole idea of the Mitzarachimim is that when Klal Yisrael comes together as a tzibor, as a unit, and uses this formula, Hashem will not turn us away empty-handed, and therefore, Shulchan Aruch says that one should not recite the Yid Gimli without a minion. However, the Shulchan Aruch says, when you are alone and you want to say the Yid Gimli you could do it Pettorah's Talmud Torah, not Pettorah's Yid Gimli Tzarachamim and how do you demonstrate that you're doing it as a form of Talmud Torah? You have to say it with the trap. So if you say it with the trap, then you're allowed to say it even be Problem is that a lot of the people that are asking the questions are women, and women were never taught the trap, because they didn't have to study the trap for their... Uh, Bar Mitzvah. So, uh, so they don't have that option of saying it with the trap. So then they should probably just skip the Yud Gimel midos HaRachm. And that's what Shulchan Arach Paskans, like the Shittas HaRashba, that if Davining B'Yechidus. You don't say the Yud Gimel midos unless you say it with the ki Ki'ilu Kore B'Torah. And that's what all the Achorim seem to assume as well. Then there's a second issue, a second part of slichos and one also has to be a little more careful about when it comes to Davining B'Yechidus, and that is those sections that are Baloshon Arami, da'ani aninan, you know, those those parts that are clearly in Lashanah Rami. Why would Lashanah Rami make a difference? So there is a Gemar in Shabbos of Yud Beis of tells us Olam so Al Yishal Adom Trachav Lashanah Rami. From Rabbi Yochanan Kalashol Trachav Lashanah Rami. Ein Malache Asharis Neska Ken Lo. Lufishen Malache Asharis Makirin Lashanah Rami. The Malache Asharis don't speak Arami, and therefore they're not going to help uh, bring our tefillos up to the Ribonu Shlalom. So one should not daven Lashanah Rami. Now there is a stira that all the Rishonim struggle with because the Mishnah in Sota. And the Vlam Vezeman Alb says, Elu Namar, and the Parsha Sota, Vidameisu, Kriyashma. U that Tefila could be b'chalashon. kalashon sounds like it means even lashon arami. So uh, so which is it? Do we are we not allowed to daven lashon arami? Or are you allowed to daven b'chalashon? So Beis Yosef quotes three shittos in Rishonim. The rift shita is that Tfila b'tzibur does not require a malach, and therefore Tefila b'tzibur could be b'lashon arami. But when you daven biyichidus, that does require the aid of a malach. A malach will not be able to help you b'lashon arami, and therefore biyichidus it can only be b'lashon arami we're davening B'tzibor. That's what the Mission is talking about, that called Lashon. Rabbeinu Yonam, says a little bit uh, differently. He says it depends what you're davening for. Are you davening the typical tfilos that you say each and every day? Or you have some sort of specific bakasha for yourself? And, that, and that's what cannot be done for Lashon HaRami or in other languages. And then there's the Shita HaRash, where the rush's shita is that it all depends on uh, Lashon HaRami versus other languages. That the Malachi Ashari specifically don't like Lashon Arami because Lashon Arami the, uh, the 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 Achronim explain because it's so close to Loshan Kodesh that they find it very uh, very difficult. Uh, the uh, the Tosos and Shabbos raises the question. What do you mean Makirim. They understand even they Malachim know what's in our minds. They know what's in our hearts and they know they know what we're thinking. They can read our minds. So how does it mean they don't understand Lashon Arami? In order for us to speak Lashon Arami, we have to think it first. that Balayatos couldn't uh, conceive of a possibility that a person is uh, saying words in tefillah without anything going through his mind, right? So if they're reading your mind so obviously they know what's already in your mind they, they're they going to understand Lashna Rami so it's not that they don't understand Lashna Rami it's that they don't like it. it's Meguna be'eneham Hamalachim. says the Beis Yosef in Archaim They find it Meguna because of its uh, closeness to Lashna Kodesh, that it's a corruption of the uh, of Lashna Kodesh now, uh, so, so So, uh, be that as it may, it would seem, certainly according to the rush and according to the Riff as well, if one is davening b'yechidus, one should not daven uh, b'loshon arami. When you're davening b'tzibur, you could daven b'loshon arami. So it's therefore... Gedai to skip uh, the parts that are blushing when around you when you're saying just another point about slichos rav Shachter often points out, is that a lot of times people put, as uh, Rabbi Irwin like say, the emphasis on the wrong syllable when it comes to slichos, they try to make sure they get every word of those paragraphs that are in between the Yudgim and then they get to the end where you rush through, right? so, and then they get to the end where you rush and you skip half of that because who couldn't keep up with the uh, tzibur they say, and right, so all of that uh, they, they run through quickly so Rav Shachter often points out, that's the part that the Tanayim said, that we have in the Mishnahis so that's much more important than the later Piyutim that were written as part of the uh, the later Slichos that were written in, in between the, uh, the Midasarachim so if you can't say all of those parts in the middle in between the Midasarachim, make sure you say the Midasarachim when you're Bitsibor, not when you're not B'tzibor, and whether you're B'tzibor or make sure to say that part the Anenu Hashem the Mishan that part uh, slowly and nicely and uh, carefully, it's also the only part you're likely to understand. So it's uh, it's uh, you know it's it's a good place to invest your uh, your your efforts. So at the end of the day, a person can say slichos alone, even without a minion. But if you do so, you should skip the midrashim, unless you can be able to say it with a trot And you should skip the Aramaic sections. And a person should have uh, extra emphasis on the parts of the slichos that we know go way back to the days of the Tanaim. Everyone have a wonderful day